0: So today we have a rather weird passage from the gospel, a strange miracle. Christ takes uh, the deaf and mute man, sticks his fingers in his ears, spits on his tongue, and moans some weird Greek word, and then whammo, he's healed. Why did he do this strange ritual, especially the spit? Because when you think of spit, you don't normally think of beautiful religious moments of healing. Imagine if the priest did that during baptisms, you know, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Father the Son. <laughs> you just don't associate religious sacred things with spitting. You normally think of sports players or some uh, offensive gesture. What is Christ trying to tell us? Well, as we will see, he's trying to communicate with us in ways that really are very, very familiar. And also, to, we're all here to, with some degree of sharing in the hurt of that man. We all have a certain deafness in our spiritual lives, a certain muteness that needs to be healed, to be opened. And as we go through this homily, I want you to be reflecting on that. How, how am I deaf to Christ? How am I mute to his word? And how can I find healing to live a new and more beautiful, wonderful, and fulfilled life? But first, let's look at the, at the miracle and understand what Christ was doing. At first, this type of miracle seems weird and a little bit gross. But as you start to reflect on it, there is a familiarity with it. Uh, first, just with the, with the spit, I remember a comedian who talked about uh, mom spit and its cleansing, grooming, and healing powers. Because when we we're kids, we we're all touched by mom spit. When, you were, when your hair was out of place and there was no hair gel around, what did every mom do? Lick it and smack it down. And whammo, your hair is perfect. If you fall down and scrape your knee, what did mom do? Kiss the wound. And whammo, you are healed. Um, we've all been touched by that, that, that gesture by, uh, from our mothers. Um, and there's not really some magical power to their DNA, but it's, there's something, there is something healing. And why did Christ do the miracle in this way? I can think of two big reasons. First, the way he healed was almost sacramental. What do I mean by that? What is a sacrament? A sacrament is a spiritual reality uh, that is affected by physical uh, entities. So baptism. Baptism by, by, by means of water. But it affects the spiritual soul physical signs that have effects of spiritual realities. And we feel at home with the sacraments because it's like us. Everything about us, we're body and soul. And we understand that baptism, water, water we use for cleansing. Water is used for life. And so we understand the physical and spiritual realities because we live it. Um, especially for us as, as a person. Yes, we have a physical body, but is this really you? Well, no, it's your soul. But your soul informs and, and the, the body is an expression of you. And that's why, you know, when we die, um, death has always been an, um, um, an odd thing because our soul and our body are always supposed to be together. And that's why, at the end of time, we get our bodies back. But it'll be a glorified body, the best version of you that ever was. And so Jesus was healing this man in a way that he could relate to. Jesus uses ordinary stuff to work extraordinary miracles. Fingers and spit, it doesn't get more common than that. But the miracle happened. And like us, you know, we're common people. Nothing that special like fingers and spit. But God can work through us to do his miracles, in us to be holy, and through us to build his kingdom, to build up the church. So the first reason he did this miracle in a strange way was because it's sacramental. But the second way is because it's personal. Why do moms kiss our hurts? Because the thing that really heals us is the personal love of our mother in that moment of pain. It's almost like our moms are saying, I know this hurts but my love for you is bigger. And that brings us peace. It brings us healing. And Jesus does this miracle in the exact same way. He shows him a personal love in his suffering. He takes him aside, away from the crowd, away from embarrassment. And he has this intimate moment with him, touching the very things that have been the cause of his pain for so many years. He meets the man where he is, shows that he's not repulsed by him. He touches the very parts of him that have been infirmed and dysfunctional. He sticks his fingers in his ears, spits on his tongue. Jesus is communicating him to him through touch where he is. And this is the mercy of Christ. Christ enters into our personal life and touches us where we are. He communicates with us where we are, including you right now. Yes, you in the pew. Wherever you are in life, Christ is going to touch you there. He's not repulsed by your hurt, by your insecurity, by your sin. He wants to meet you there. And you see, that was an even greater miracle than the healing of this deaf and mute man. Jesus, who is the Word of God, touches the tongue of the mute to fill him, not only with human words, but with the Word of God. The mercy and love of God, a communication far deeper than the physical miracle. And meaning is being poured back into his life. Because remember, when you had those types of infirmities, you were considered a sinner. And people would shun you. And now he's saying, you have dignity. I love you. And that love is the meaning of his life. That's why he couldn't help but talk about it, because He has a relationship with a God who cares. And that's the same thing with you and me. Christ communicates to us right where we are, and he cares. He wants to heal. but He also wants to do it through a personal relationship. We have to learn to understand this communication in life, the way that Christ talks to us. I remember um, reading the story of uh, Helen Keller. If you remember, she was a girl that was born uh, blind and deaf, and they were trying to get trying to learn how to communicate with her, because I mean, imagine if you you can't see anything, you can't hear anything. All you have is touch. Think how dark and lonely that world would be. And every day this teacher was trying to get her to learn to communicate, and she would take her out to the backyard to the to the pump where the uh, where the water well was. She would take her hand and put the symbol of water on her hand, and then pour the water onto her hand, trying to get to understand this touch and this way equals this. And for years, she never understood it. Until one day, she made the click. That sign equals this. And once she learned the communication that silent and incomprehensible world around her suddenly became full of meaning. And then she was hungry, hungry for communication. And eventually, Helen Keller would go to college by making things on, her, on her, the palm of her hand. That's amazing. But once you learn the communication, that's where the world changes. and It's the same thing with you and me. When we learn the communication of God, the personal communication of God in your life, it's like a whole nother world opens up. And you start to realize things you never saw before. And that's the gift that Christ wants to give to you right now. A much deeper communication with a God who loves you more than you could possibly comprehend. And this is where we start to see the striking applications of this miracle to our life. I just want to highlight two ways. First, we have to accept that we have a spiritual deafness. We all have a certain deafness to God, a certain muteness to the Word of God. What happens is we gradually grow deaf to the real meaning of life. The whole meaning of life is to love God and love each other. But remember, what is love? Love is to will the good for somebody else. Not mine, my good, somebody else. If you live your life in that way, that's where you find joy and meaning in your very dignity. But gradually in life, we get lost. And that primary meaning is lost, and then we think life is about material realities, about money, success, stuff, cars, Or spiritual things about myself, pride, ego, what other people think of me, vanity, selfishness. And little by little in our culture, our spiritual hearing starts to die. We grow incapable of speaking the language of faith. Isn't it so easy to get so busy every day that we don't have time to stop and pray? Isn't it so easy to kind of get out of the habit of going to church? You know, that's been happening ever since we... Came back to normal functioning in the church. Our pews are not as big as, as filled as they used to be. That's the spiritual deafness that happens. Sometimes, you know, we might not follow what the church teaches, especially on moral issues. We start getting spiritually deaf. And that's why many people will say, you know, I don't get much out of Mass or praying. Why? Because you're spiritually deaf. You have to learn to communicate. God is there right now with your hand making the sign and pouring the water. If you don't think you get out of anything out of Mass or prayer, it's because that's the problem. You have to ask Christ. You have to accept the deafness. And I'm not saying this to ridicule. I'm saying this and I'm looking in the mirror just as I'm t- saying it. I'm saying this because if you accept it, then Christ can heal it, but you first have to accept it. You first have to be humble. The meaning of life becomes silent when you you don't have God and His love and mercy. It eats away at you, it erodes your joy, and fills your life with darkness. But if you admit that you're deaf, then you can be healed. That's the first step, accept your deafness. Second step. Ask Christ to touch you. So simple. In this Eucharist, ask him to open your heart to his love and mercy. In this Mass, ask him to help you to see where that deafness is. And then be overwhelmed with a Christ who cares about you. In this Mass right now, he's going to come right up into you, into your very body and blood and soul. He's taking you away personally to have an intimate friendship with you. He wants to touch the parts of your life that hurt the most. And he knows what it is, and he cares. He wants to bring meaning back into your life. Imagine, you know, the rest of the day with that deaf and mute man that had been healed. He would have been ecstatic hearing all these new sounds, finally being able to talk with family and friends. I remember um, I talked to a man who, uh, he lost his hearing because uh, the little hairs inside the ear were, um, uh, well he was never born with them. And so there's a surgery now where they can stick, stick the little hairs in there and, and hook it up with the, with the nerve. And so he went from never hearing anything to the next day hearing everything. He said it, it was, at first, I mean, it was beautiful, but he said it was almost overwhelming. Because we've learned to, like, take a bunch of noise and put it in the back. Like, right now you're probably not even hearing that the air conditioning is running. I do, because I'm always paying attention if it's gonna get too hot, but. <laughs> but uh, he said it's, it's so beautiful, but then there's all these other details. Like he said, it took him um, about two months before he realized that hum that he was constantly hearing was the refrigerator. But he had kind of, we all learned how to kind of push all that out. But the thing is, it was like a whole nother world. Imagine if you wake up tomorrow and you had another sense that you didn't even know existed. A whole nother dimension of reality. It becomes beautiful and healing. And that's what Christ wants to do with us today. When we're healed from our spiritual deafness, a whole new world opens up around us. We start to see and hear God in ways we never did. We start to see how wonderful He is and just how much He'll do anything for us. And our hearts are filled with gratitude for His love and meaning. And so, my friends, today, let us open our hearts to be healed of our spiritual deafness. And in the Eucharist, it can happen. For all our bumps and bruises in life, God uses something way better than mom spit. He heals us through His own body and blood. Ask God to show you your deafness in this Mass and allow God to touch you with his life and heal you.